For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. What's up and welcome to the Believe in Hornets podcast on the Believe Podcast Network presented by Bet Online. My name is Sam. Sam Dracula, if you want to get formal with it. And uh, I'm not going to be the only Sam on the podcast today. Sam Farber, Charlotte Hornets radio play-by-play announcer will be joining the show. Um, just in a few minutes here, uh, we're going to talk about the NBA Finals, um, his first year as Hornets radio play-by-play announcer, um, the offseason, the player interviews he's doing on his podcast, the Hivecast, very interesting stuff going on over there. So go check that out if you haven't already and what the Hornets can get up to next year. You know, very, I'm very excited. I'm sure he's very excited about the potential this team has to offer next season. But we got to get to we got to get through this offseason first. And of course, salute to the Milwaukee Bucks for winning the NBA title. Loving it. Their win is a win for all the small market teams out there. A team that drafted a superstar that kept the superstar. Hopefully the Hornets can do the same. Before Sam joins me, I want to say thank you to Bet Online for sponsoring this podcast. The NBA Finals, like I mentioned, are over with, but baseball still going on. There's plenty of NBA props on betonline.ag if you want to stay in that world. But again, baseball is in full swing. If you want to get involved, BetOnline has all the latest odds, news, and information for all your online sports betting needs. Visit the website today, betonline.ag, or use your mobile device to join and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Head on over to BetOnline and start playing today. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. Hey, Sam, how you doing? (laughs) I'm doing great. How are you, Sam? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. Sam Sepson here on the the podcast. So happy you can join us. I really appreciate it. It is always a pleasure and a privilege, as I like to say. Hey, thank you. Thank you. And uh, so... Uh, before we get into the Hornets stuff, a uh, pretty big game happened yesterday. Um, we have new NBA champions, the Milwaukee Bucks. Giannis lifting the MVP trophy, a 50-point game. Uh, what, what are your thoughts on uh, on Giannis and the Bucks and the, the run they had in this offseason, or in this postseason, excuse me? Well, just a spectacular finals, and, and congratulations to Milwaukee, to that organization, to Coach Budenholzer, all those players, all those fans. Um, it was well-earned. Sometimes the finals, the narrative is about someone missing something or losing it, but this was all about the Bucks winning it. There were spectacular efforts throughout. I'm glad we got a finals where, for the most part, the teams were healthy after a season and a postseason where a lot of the storylines were about who wasn't there. That was not the case in this finals. And uh, just an, an outstanding effort and perhaps a game-changing one as well as we saw some different markets get mm-hmm. into the mix. Uh, we saw a team that was dominated by big men in an era where it's mostly three-point shooting and guard dominant. We saw a team that had, at times, Bobby Portis, uh, Lopez, and Antetokounmpo out there on the floor at the same time. 
have a lot of success. So I think this could be a game changer uh, in the long run. We'll have to see. Do you do you remember a more likable MVP than like since Yon? Like I was thinking like maybe 2015 Steph before like the super team, the super team stuff um, where every uh, individual is just universally liked. Like maybe Tim Duncan. I don't know because um, Giannis just, just drips wholesome from his post game interview. Like who's the final buzzer? He goes and goes to his family, right, and then goes to his teammates. Like and even I saw a video today. He's, He's going through the Chick-fil-A line in Milwaukee and having the time of his life. I, I mean, he is a different type of person in in that regard in terms of like the universal love. You can't look at Giannis and not smile. And I guess maybe if you're playing against him, you might not be smiling because yeah. uh, he's such a unique talent. But I, I like the comparison to Steph. Um, I, I think LeBron has a certain element about him that way, although there's certainly a lot of people that uh, look at someone who's been at the top of the game and just kind of want to knock that person down. Um, but I think we're, we're blessed with a lot of superstars that are really good people and have that aura about them and do so much to help their communities and help the country and help the world. And not to say that Giannis is just another one of those because he is his own unique person, um, but it's it's good that there have been so many great examples of that um, over the years for for Giannis to to somewhat follow. Um, but I would agree with you. He he is that type of person genuinely and all the time from every person I've talked to that's had the opportunity and the blessing really to be around him. Yeah. And it's um, it, it's amazing. Like he, this summer, he had the opportunity to be a free agent and he signed his extension um, at the start of the year. The, the team really backed him, bringing in Drew Holiday. Um, it was just really like Giannis drips wholesome as do the Bucks, even the Bobby Portis story. So many good like uh, plot lines around that franchise right now. And it was really a joy to watch. And in the back of my head, I'm like, OK, how can the Hornets get here? There's, there's some type of something they can the Hornets can pick up on um, either looking at the Bucks, how they got here, even the Suns, how they got there with the addition of like drafting well and bringing in Chris Paul, a veteran to like get them like over the edge there. So it's, uh, it, it was cool. It was very, very, you know, I'm sure next year we'll see the LeBrons and Stephs in, in the mix again, Durant in the mix again. It's really nice seeing some new teams, some new blood. I, I think so too. It, it is fun to see more opportunity and more teams to feel like they have a chance and to do it without, you know, as you kind of reference, needing to assemble a, a super team, something Giannis talked about as well. Um, I think that gives a lot of hope. And I think the Hornets can draw inspiration from a lot of places. I think no one is like Giannis physically in the mm -hmm. game today. I think you might have to go back to like Wilt Chamberlain to find someone who was so astronomically different physically that he, he was able to have that kind of impact on the game. Uh, that's just how unique of a talent he is. But LaMelo Ball and the way he sees the floor, there's – there's the possibility that he has that kind of otherworldly talent gap between him and everyone else in that regard that he could be this franchise's Giannis. Or you could look at it from the Suns' perspective and say, hey, maybe this team is only one all-star away from taking a very skilled, talented, young core to those highest of heights. Or maybe you look at Atlanta as the inspiration and say, hey, you know, you've got your Trey Young type in LaMelo Ball this team was right there with Gordon Hayward healthy. They were a top four team in the East. Maybe it's adding guys 
you know, like a Gallinari, um, like a Bogdanovich, and filling out that rotation with some more experience, maybe that's the answer. So I think there's a lot of different ways the Hornets can view what just took place in the postseason and draw inspiration and say, where does our lineup, where does our roster resemble that already? And uh, in the choose-your-own-adventure style of, uh, of the NBA, you know, which pathway do you want to try and follow and emulate? Yeah, and um, at the very least, if you sign Jay Crowder, you have a good chance of making the finals, apparently. That, <laughs> that dude's killing those past two years. Um, He's the only one that, that, that played <laughs> the last two, that's for sure. Yeah. Um, so, Sam, um, you're, you've wrapped up your first year with the Hornets. Um, now that you have some kind of, you know, we're... The season ended in, in May. We had some time to kind of like look back at it. How do you, what are your thoughts on uh, your first year with the Hornets and uh, what do you look forward to next year? Well, I, I loved it. This is a dream come true. Um, I just feel so, so fortunate and so blessed. And I'm so thankful, not just to have this opportunity, but to be able to do it here and with this organization. The Hornets, uh, sports and entertainment, the, the, the entire staff, the front office, this is a special place. And that speaks very highly of everyone from top to bottom about the attitude they bring into work, um, what they're trying to accomplish for themselves and for this team and this community. Um, we're in the midst of our week of service right now. And that's something that has just as much energy and fire behind it uh, as anything I've seen here with the organization. So I, th I think this is a very special place and I'm just really honored to be a part of it. Um, at the same time, I'm looking forward to normal. I'm, I'm looking forward to us continuing on uh, the, the path, the trajectory that it seems like we have been on uh, since the start of the season. I'm looking forward to seeing fans in the, the building. I want Charlotte to uh, resemble Milwaukee in a certain sense yeah. um, and have that kind of energy and that opportunity. Uh, hopefully we are, are that much closer to having that be a universal thing. I know we still have some work to do um, to, to get us there in terms of uh, vaccinations and just continuing to defeat the virus. But um, hopefully we're heading that direction. Yeah. And, you know, despite the the way the season ended in the play in overall, it was a very positive season for the Hornets, um, I believe. And, uh, you know, they improved on the record from last year with the at the end of the day, that's that's all you can really hope for. Anything else is gravy. And then we saw, like you mentioned, the Hornets were flirting with the four seed at one point before he got hit with injuries. And, you know, you can't predict injuries. Um, what are your thoughts on the Hornets season overall and their potential momentum going into next year? Well, I thought it was great. I thought, you know, in a certain respect, in terms of short term goals, uh, you you could say mission accomplished in that you found a superstar talent in LaMelo Ball after winning the lottery. Not every team that wins the lottery or ends up with a top three pick ends up with a franchise player. Uh, it seems the Hornets have that in LaMelo Ball. Um, and so that's something to be extremely excited about. I think Gordon Hayward hit every high note that you could have hoped he would. He was a 20 points per game scorer consistently. He made his teammates better. He improved this young roster by leaps and bounds. And then at the same time, when the injuries hit, we saw just how far away they were. I, I know there were great performances by Terry Rozier and Miles Bridges and P.J. Washington to help get this team into the postseason, at least. But we saw just how dramatically different things were record-wise with Gordon and without Gordon. So I think the, the key or a key next year is, of course, continued development, but 
health. And and that's something that's not the Hornets are not alone in. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you're Brooklyn, you've just got done watching these finals and you're thinking, man, if if Kevin Durant had one shoe size smaller, yep. maybe uh, that's a three and not a two. And we're the ones in the finals. If you're the Clippers, you're thinking, man, if, if Kawhi Leonard had not had that injury, maybe we're the ones in the finals. Uh, you know, Giannis Antetokounmpo looked like he had torn his knee to pieces yes. in the Eastern Conference Finals and was able to bounce back. So uh, luck has a lot to do with it when it comes to injuries. This was a unique season, and uh, hopefully the Hornets are the beneficiaries of all that great experience they got, plus some added rest compared to some of these other contenders. And if they have that luck, I, I, I think there's a lot to be optimistic about. Yeah, and you know now that we're in the offseason, officially everybody's in the pool now. Now the finals are over with. Um, uh, we had the... Uh, well, as soon as the Hornets were eliminated by the Pacers, the uh, player interviews, um, the, the media availability with all the individual players, Mitch Kupchak, et cetera, uh, were very interesting to listen to because I thought everyone said the right things about like building and looking to get better this offseason because this is a somewhat normal offseason, compared, especially compared to last year, you know? Um, that plus uh, your interviews on the Hivecast um, were very interesting interviews very interesting to listen to as well because again these guys seem to be eager to improve upon their weaknesses and get better and you know miles said it said it at one point you know players will come and go in an offseason that's part of it but he's like if the team runs it back next year he feels confident in the guys in the locker room that can do that um what's your takeaway from what the players are saying and their like kind of individual motivations as they look to accomplish their goals next year? Well, I think something that you touched on there is that their individual aspirations are married to the organizations and they really see their success, you know, being linked. Uh, There's not a lot of guys saying, Hey, I got to go from 10 points to 15 to 20 points so I can, you know, get whatever accolades and move on somewhere else. And I think miles bridges is a great example. Miles saw his minutes, his starts come down uh, in this most recent season to make room for Gordon Hayward, who was playing uh, the, the same position in a sense, and to you know help this team be its best version. And uh, you know him and Devontae Graham both had to, to take a step back in terms of minutes and maybe their their role from you know looking at it head on. But overall, they got that much more important, and I thought that much better. Uh, Devontae had some injury uh, you know issues at times during the season, but put together another really great season. I think he led the team in plus minus. Uh, he, he did a lot of great things for the team. And Miles Bridges, uh, while his points per game didn't have a huge jump from last year to this season, his shooting percentages went through the roof. He became a much more efficient player. And I think the sky's just the limit. So I, I think the team mindset for this team and mantra throughout those interviews is really a, a thing that should give a lot of hope for this franchise moving forward and really is a testament to the front office, Mitch Kupchak, the kind of guys uh, that he has gone out and sought and put together, as well as the head coach, James Borrego, and his staff. Uh, you just see his mantras throughout those interviews uh, and and you know these players mirroring their head coach. It, it really is something that has a potential to be special here for this young team. And it really seems to be genuine, too. Um, I'm just looking at – usually anyone could look at Devontae Graham's Instagram stories and see he's working out with Malik. Like, he's in Charlotte working out with Malik, LaMelo. Um, like, these guys seem to be eager to get better 
individually and as a collective, which is really great to see, you know, coming off the soup, like the super team, like anti super team kind of conversation. If you're going to develop from within, this is what you want to see to get you there. hundred percent, hundred percent. And even when you look at some of the, the greats of the game, how focused on team they are, how what how much of a willing passer Giannis Antetokounmpo was throughout these finals, how much of a willing pa- passer LeBron James has been throughout his career. Uh, you know, that that is the the art of team basketball is certainly not dead. And and this Hornets team that was among the league leaders in assists, um, you know, they get it. They get it. They get how to play the game. And it's an extremely entertaining brand of basketball, one that I, I really genuinely hope that we can share with all of our fans uh, coming up this upcoming season. I would certainly suggest going to Hornets.com and getting in line for season tickets because with talents like these, uh, it's going to be a very hot ticket in town. Yeah. So I was curious about, um, have you heard anything about plans for next year in the building at Spectrum Center? Like, will fans be able to, you know, take pictures and sign autograph, get autographs signed by players, post shoot around as they enter the tunnel, that type of thing? Well, in terms of being allowed in the building, the, the latest we've seen from the governor's office is, and just in events in general is that we're back to 100 percent capacity, which is is great. Um, it's it's kind of comes, I would say, with the caveat that, you know, we all have to do our part to keep it that way. Uh, you know, keep the virus at bay and protect ourselves and our families and our our neighbors and everyone else. So, you know, I think there's still a lot of work and awareness that we all have to do. And we're certainly aware of that here with the Hornets. Um, but as of now, we're on track for 100% capacity. It will be interesting to see what protocols come from the NBA. I think it would have been very difficult, even though there's been a lot of progress made between when the postseason started to today in terms of how the country is doing with the virus. Um, I don't think you could have said we're going to upend all protocols at this point because you would have had a lot of teams look back and say, hey, wait a minute, we lost play, uh, you know, player X for this reason and now you're saying it's okay we might have you know i i I think that would have been very problematic so i think the nba did a great job to get through it with the protocols that were in place and it'll be interesting to see what protocols are there for next year if there is uh, a barrier or as much of a barrier between fans and players i I really don't know i think it's a it's a safety question um and uh it's well it's well above my pay grade i hope we have as much interaction as we can um human to human uh, not just players to their fans um but we we just really have to see yeah i think like the one of the first words out of adam silver's mouth uh post um the final buzzer was we did it like it was like a collective like yo we got through the season <laughs> and in one piece you know without any major issues um because from 2020, like that last season to this season, the league as a whole had to deal with a lot of different obstacles that they, I'm sure they never thought they would have to. So it, they pulled it off and things are kind of on schedule um, compared to a normal year. So we got the draft right around the corner. Um, <laughs> it's very different from last year. We had the draft and the season starting right afterwards. So I'm glad um, we have some kind of time to like think about things and, and, and get through this off season in like a more like measured manner. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, a lot of work was put in and hats off to the NBA, their front office. They've really been leaders throughout this going back to the bubble and last season on finding a way to get back to our lives and our work uh, as safely as possible. And uh, the NBA has been the leader throughout. And, you know, a, a big part of what happens next 
has nothing to do with the NBA. It's how, you know, we as a country uh, can continue to move forward. And, um, you know, I I have every confidence that we'll get there at some point. Um, And I'm just hoping it happens as fast as we can so that, you know, all the things that we're talking about here can can happen because uh, that's what makes the NBA special. It, It is that interaction and that energy that comes from the fans. Um, you know, I, I feel so fortunate that this oddest of all seasons was my first season because I have nothing to compare it to. Um, but I am so anxious to see what it really feels like to have the, the hive alive and have the place rocking and hear it at capacity. Um, it's going to be something fun. Oh, man, I cannot wait. It's going to be so much fun. There's so much to look forward to um, in, the basque- in the basketball world in general. But specific to the Hornets, it, there's the sky's the limit. I've I've high hopes going into next year, to say the least. Um, but uh, Sam, thank you so much for for hopping on with me. I really appreciate it. it. It is my pleasure, Sam. Thanks so much for doing this, and thanks to all the fans for uh, a great season. And like I said, we're we're looking forward to seeing you inside the building. Go to Hornets.com for all of your ticket information, and uh, Lamelo Ball and and company are are. Certainly setting their sights high, as they should. Uh, high expectations for next season. So we'd love to have you all in the building to witness it yourself. So thank you to Sam for joining the podcast. Thank you for listening to the podcast. You've been listening to the Believe in Hornets podcast on the Believe Podcast Network, presented by Bet Online. We'll see you next week. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.